Hello and welcome back to part two of episode 11, game week 34 of the 2K Fancy Premier League podcast. That was a mouthful. Um, so Kev, I left you with the question of, who is the top scoring Brentford midfielder over the last five games? So that's top FPL, Fancy Premier League score, I should say. And your can, I like, is- can I like, um, just, I'm going to sort by price. Can I click on Crystal Palace just to see the midfielders? Well, I, like I, mean, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't click on Crystal Palace because uh, I'm talking about Brentford. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Palace, <laughs> Brentford. I mean, like I know I'm Boom, I know I'm Bumo, and I know Ericsson, and I think Wissa is a midfielder. I noticed he was playing up front, so I'm guessing him. I would say Bumo, but the guy that scored this week, I forget who he is. Like he gets goals off corners or something. It's gonna be him, but I'll just go on Bumo just to hurry this up. And you were right. It is a Bumo. <laughs> hey. There we go. It was kind of interesting because I thought so I was I was looking into this thinking, well, so clearly Ericsson has made a difference to that team. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And it's not scoring though. He's not and he's kind of got he did miss one of those those games, but actually even if you look at the last three games, he's he's actually only the third top scoring player whichever way you look at it. So Mbumo's got yeah. thirty one points over the last five. Janlet, who I've don't know who that is, got yeah. twenty four. Ericsson's got twenty two and Wisser has got twenty. I think if you look over three games, Ericsson is still third in that list, and I think it's still Mbumo who's got the most because he's got he got nine, thirteen, and two in the last in the last three. It just it just made me think. Obviously, Mbumo was a player that we were looking at earlier in the season when he was playing up top, and then you know we all had him when Brentford had extra games or something. And or no, they, they I, had if really they had a double game week, we would all have so much better scores because we've faded them because they don't double. I guess the, I guess my takeaway was suddenly you got all these you know five to five and a half million midfielders from Brentford who just who were scoring yeah. you know they're scoring five six points a game on a regular basis and that's a great return you know on you know in the long term so but it's an interesting one. You're not going to get them. You're going to get Tony if anyone because the forwards in our game are the problem. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, but. I have a this is the second week in a row your cryptic question answers being someone in my draft team. <laughs> so I'm aware of Mbumo doing well because <laughs> he's helping me win draft. I think I'm in first currently still. I never know. I like always forget. I'm like, oh yeah, draft. No, I I forget about draft mostly because I'm utterly terrible at it. But uh, you but... went you did what I did last year. And people I don't know if people even know we're in the same draft league, but like Last year, I loaded up in Chelsea and City, and those those teams don't work well in draft because you can't you have to carry your injuries. Like if Harry Kane gets injured and you own him in draft, you can't drop him. You gotta keep him. So one of your three bench is usually an injured player too. And um, if you all of a sudden you're full of City and Chelsea, the rotation kills you in draft. Yeah. Well. And you I have mean, a lot of Chelsea and I City. Mean, you have like Jesus and Pulisic and stuff. Well, well, I, I got Lukaku, which was unlucky because he's been yeah, absolutely that's terrible. Unlucky. Yeah, that that's true. That, that's probably screwed me over. But anyway, so yeah. What we, so what? So what? What, what we're going to do in part two is I'll briefly talk about how my mine and Kev's team has done so far as we 
signposted we're only sort of six games in, so halfway through the game week. But I think we've probably both had about nine games each, and there's probably about nine, sorry, nine players, and we'll have sort of nine players to go. Um, then we'll both state what our plans are for 34, and then we'll expand a bit more in terms of what they are, and then we'll look a bit further ahead to the game week announcements and, and how that's playing into the run to the end of the season. So I'll start by saying Kev is beating me by one point. Am well I? done, Kev. Are you Which, including my hit? Oh, we're excluding your hit. So you're, you're on 20, 22 points. With your hit, you're on 18. Uh, you haven't uh, free-hitted, whereas I have. And your returners have been Weghorst with eight, who's been an absolute star for you. And that was it. And <laughs> in terms of me, I yeah. have 21 points. And my big returner was Tellez with four. Um, so it's been somewhat, somewhat of a disastrous free hit, primarily because... Not over. It's not over, but I'm glad I still have Salah and Cancelo, so I'm a bit covered by the Liverpool and City games because they could really screw me over. But um, effectively, for me, if Trent or Robbo or both of them take off this week, I may well have been better off not free-hitting. At the moment, I am a few points up because my normal team hasn't done very well either. And as you chatted about earlier, the thing that screwed me over was I didn't go for Ronaldo because I was almost certain he was going to be banned. And maybe that was very stupid. And those that didn't think that have done very well out of even just having having them in your team would have been good enough, let alone captaining them. But that is how it goes sometimes. But what I would say is I'm only, I'm only in a fairly small red arrow considering how poorly the week's gone, which goes to show not that many people captain Ronaldo. So it's more, it's more one of those ones where if you have Ronaldo, you've captained them, you fly up, but it's not really the detriment of others. So that's this week. And as you say, Kev, there's, there's quite a lot to go and it's been poor so far, poor for Arsenal as well. Our third loss in the bounce. And actually, coming, coming back to Arsenal, I was going back to last week, Kev, when you talked about um, Arsenal having the XG of two. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I was reading again this week. Yeah, I was reading. One and, and a half. And we've kind of underperformed our XG and we've overperformed, probably not overperformance, but we've let we've let in like eight, eight goals against and expected goals of four or something. So yeah. although we are in a bad run, yeah, it's unlucky. A bit it's of it's un- unlucky. Saka's shot. I mean, I, I, we have a goal zone over yep. here. So, like, it just shows the main game that's on. It was, I guess it was Man U Norwich. And then it would just be like Fraser Forster with a fucking amazing save. And it was just like Saka curler, top corner Forster onto the screen, just saves it. I'm like, holy shit. That, that one save was probably the save of the season so far. Maybe out, like tied with that Ramsdale save against Leicester. Yeah, I agree. And I think that as an Arsenal fan, I know we're not talking about Arsenal here, but well, well we are talking about Arsenal. You are. My the <laughs> the, the my only my only hope the the only only positive I can say is we've lost three games in the, on the trot, yet we are still in the race for fourth yeah. position. I mean, we now have to beat Chelsea at the weekend. We we got we've got to beat Chelsea, United, Spurs, but it's kind of it's still in our hands. Yeah. I mean, it's not sure. looking great. That's, that's it's a great that's race. Not, it's not looking great, but I, you know, it, I mean, if the team pulls off from here, it would be, it would be remarkable. I mean, it's that, and as I say, I think we've been slightly unlucky in terms of we've lost our shooting boots and we seem to let every shot in at the moment, but that's how it goes. So in terms of plans for this game week, well, I'll go first because mine's pretty simple. My plan is to roll the transfer. So Really? Uh, let me click on your team so I can... Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll go through my team very quickly. So I've got Saar in goal. 
So it's got Burnley away. My alternative is Michael at Villa at home. And I've already got the Michael Saar, you know, the wrong way around in, the, in 32. But I'm going to stick with Saar at Burnley away. Although um, I'm not convinced Saar or Michael will keep a clean sheet, if I'm honest. Then I've got Robertson and Alexander-Arnold and Cancelo, all with great uh, fixtures at home, as we talked about earlier for a clean sheet. And I've got Rudiger already uh, with a double. So I'm kind of happy with those four, four in defence. Yeah. I then got Salah, who I'm planning to captain Everton at home. Martinelli and Saka at home to Manchester United. Now, on paper, you might say Manchester, Manchester United at home is not a great fixture, but their defence is rubbish, so I'm quite happy with them. And then I've got Kulu, Brentford away. And yeah. then up top, I've got Kane, Brentford away. And then I've got Wood, who's playing Norwich away. And my bench is Ramsey, Leicester away, because Kucho and Digne. Well, I think Kucho's probably out for the season. I think, you know... It's not yeah. confirmed. And Digne hasn't been confirmed out for the season. We didn't talk about it before, but that's because Villa haven't played and therefore Gerrard hasn't come to confirm it. But, right. but based on the FPL website, like he's got he 20, he's 25% chance of playing. So I'm still I'm still hoping that Digne comes back. heard that about Doherty up until like kickoff, though. Sorry, say that again? Doherty had the same thing. Doherty, whatever you say, had the same thing up until kickoff. So... Yeah, I'm, 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 but my point is because Villa haven't played, we don't, we, no right. one's confirmed he's out for the season. So I'm, yeah. li- I'm living in hope we're back for 37 for that lovely uh, uh, double game week that Villa have got. So that's that's the reach there. So that, that's my team, and we can talk about why. Well, you can probably see why I'm going to roll. Uh, well, but... yeah, you were, if I mean you had an easy switch for Cucho, you'd make it, but you kind of need two transfers for him. Are you going to, I mean, we can get into the plan in a sec, but like, are you going to free hit or bench boost in 36, 37 or what, like, what are your chips? I only got bench boot left, bench boost, bench boost left. And you are potentially going to do it 37, but do you think because the Chelsea game's now moved, it'll be 36 probably? Uh, It depends where City lands. If City lands in 37, I'll probably double in, I'll probably bench boost in 37. With only having Cancelo at the current moment? Like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll talk I'll talk to them. I'll I'll go through okay. the, I'll go through those future plans in a minute. Sure. We'll okay. Thirty-four. Do you want to talk through your plans for thirty-four? Or yeah, so my plans for thirty-four are um, to go. I was gonna move Bruno if if Chelsea lost, but because Chelsea won, I'll just keep Bruno one more week. Yep. And I believe I will change. Uh, Veghorst down to Pookie and turn because I need 0.01 to turn um, Doherty to Rudiger. And okay. I I like I like Laporte there, I like Matip there, but Kanate scoring that FA Cup goal and how hot he's been in Champions League. I'm a little more concerned about Matip's rotation now. Yeah, like, I agree. I, I sold Trent thinking oh, I'll go down to Matip. But it doesn't have to be mad up if there's other really good defenders there too. Um, and that also leaves me enough money to easily switch Bruno to De Bruyne the week after. Um, okay. So, and so- I would I would actually do that move right now if Bruno wasn't doubling because I wouldn't mind De Bruyne versus Watford. But he's also a bit hurt. And then if De Bruyne is hurt, well, I'm, I'm going to switch him to I'm going to switch Bruno to Son. So I'm I'm threeing him now. My plan was only to do Bruno the one week, but this double game week moving up is just like a bonus that's kind of worked out in my favor. Okay, so roughly, so quickly, what what's your lineup then? Who's in goal for you? 
uh, in goal is this week Dubrovka plays Norwich, where yep. Ramsdale plays Manu, so it's easy for me to play him. Yep. Dubrovka, uh, you know, based on my plans, will become Foster before 36. Okay. Um, and I've got Cancelo, Watford, Robertson, Everton, James with the double. Doherty will become Rudiger with the double. Bruno with the double. Kulu, Brentford, Everton, Mo, or Mo Everton. Yep. Broya, Brighton, who I'm like disgusted at how bad he's been, but it was nice to see him third X, XA ex, or expected assists, XGA or whatever it is. XA, yeah, this week. Wagyu will be Pookie. I think Pookie plays Newcastle. And Kane Brentford, so it's a pretty decent lineup. I mean, my bench is now dirt cheap fodder. Ramsey, Dewsbury, Hall, and Cedric, but all double in 36. So, I mean, like, this is pretty much what my bench boost will be as is. I mean, I, I quite like that as the bench boost because I th- I think the thing about Dewsbury Hall is... He looks, he's actually, gonna... he looks good, man. <laughs> I like him a lot. And Leicester have got the best doubles, Everton and Norwich in 36. So, yeah, I think it's... That's and he good. seems sort of nailed-ish be- just because of his role he plays. Or, or I mean, I could see him getting rested in this next game just because they've rested kind of everyone over the last two games out of all the starters, and he hasn't rested yet. So I'm sure it might be his time, but he seems to be one of the main guys in the team. And at 4.4, to just have all these doublers... And Ramsey's got a double, and Cedric, I hope, keeps his spot. I think I'd like to now switch attention over to Cedric and talk to you about him for a minute, if that's okay. Like, what's your view on him? Was he just switched off tactically, or was he, like, absolute dog shit? I mean, people, the the Arsenal fans seem to be upset with how wasteful he was with set pieces. But, like, it's, like, why is he on them? Who else would take him? Um, And if Tommy Asu's back, is he even going to play? Because you thought he was going to. <laughs> so there's a, there's a bit of history of Cedric because he was absolutely rubbish for us. Yeah. But he has done well when Tommy Asu's been out. Yeah. His crossing's not great, but he mm-hmm. seems to have gone into set pieces. And I'm not sure why Martinelli and Saka and Odegaard, who you'd probably put ahead of him. Has, why is it Odegaard on him? Exactly. I, I'm not quite sure why Cedric's been taken as many, but he has. So clearly someone's seen something in him in training that, We've not necessarily seen in the pitch. They were particularly bad at the weekend. Um, I wouldn't read too much into that. You know, he's obviously liked by the manager. He's a good professional. He obviously does what the manager wants because he keeps picking him. Yeah. I would say, why, why, why was he subbed? We basically played Saka and Martinelli as right wing back and left wing back, and oh, Chuck and Pepe and Smith Rowan just literally went for full attack. So that's okay. not that. So I wouldn't read anything into that. I think the surprise was Tavares. Tavares came in because yeah. he didn't. He obviously he'd well not obviously, but he'd got uh, hooked at half time against was it Crystal Palace, whatever, where he'd been shocking for both yeah, the goals they scored. and he was shit. And then we played Zaka at left back the last game, but then he's back. But it's twice. But I mean, Tavares got hooked against Liverpool. Was it in the Carabao yeah. Cup? So it, it was, uh, maybe it was a different game, but he's been hooked, and that was after thirty odd minutes. So he's been hooked twice in the you know the first half or half time. So he looked like he was de- he was dead in the water. He's obviously come back. He's done okay, but he also got subbed at like sixty odd minutes. So it wasn't as if you know he's well. Any you know what? I can't do anything about it now. He's dirt cheap. He's fodder. He's on my bench. I'm not going to use him again until thirty six. And 
that gives me plenty of time to see how he fits in with the team with Tommy Asu back because the presser Arteta said Tommy Asu's in full training after the Southampton match, right? Yeah, so but he should be back next game. But Tommy Asu is a bit like you know when I, we talked about Vardy the other week and I said yeah. don't don't be surprised to see the Vardy not come back because he keeps coming in out. Tommy Asu, this is like he actually came back about a month or so back. He was on the bench and then he was injured okay. again. So there's 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 some. So I think he'll be wrapped in cotton wool. I can't see Tommy Asu playing the double in 36, even if he's fit. Yeah. And so I think that plays well into Cedric's hands. And okay. C- Cedric can play left back as well. So I, I think you'll be unlucky if he only plays one game in 36, but you'll get minutes. So I wouldn't be. It is what it is, is kind of how I think of it now. But okay. Um, so. Yeah, my plan is to, is to bench boost in 36. And I can get to. 14 doublers and Broya with only one more hit. Or I could just get to 15 doublers with two hits, obviously. <laughs> so that also depends on what happens with Cedric and, and everything. But my I, I wanted to kind of start loading up on City here, but I don't know which week they're going to double. And now that Chelsea's moved forward, it's like just fucking no-brainer, isn't it, to get Rudiger in. I mean, not only... Does he have a double right now and a really good double in 36? But out of like my big worry with Chelsea is come game week 36, they'll be beached. But, um, you know, Rudiger probably he's just so nailed, he's probably still playing anyway. Well, I think the challenge is 36, the second game, yeah, will be midweek and the cup final will be on the Saturday. That's your challenge, yeah. That's that's the challenge of Chelsea at this point, right? So although as nailed Rudiger yes, is, yeah, but with this double right now, I mean, I'll just take it. They have good fixtures too. I mean, if I, you know, the the uh, alternative really is Laporte or Matip for me. So out of those three, I mean, I just, just taking the points now, kind of, I, I don't know, I don't I, mind I, it. I, I think I'd prefer Laporte out of those. Really? Well, we'll see. I, I mean, he's also cheaper. Laporte. I mean, to I, fair, like I, Laporte. I do like Rudiger. I'm just not convinced. I'm, I'm more worried about James. I mean, but what? Yeah, James is obviously a risk, but I already own him. Yeah, exactly. I, that's that's yeah. the difference, isn't it? I can see why. So I have Rudiger, and I'm happy with Rudiger. And I, I know we had this debate a few weeks back of who's best, better, Rudiger or James. And it was Rudiger's got the start, whereas yeah. James has got the explosiveness. At the right. moment, Rudiger's won out against James, but that might not play out that way in the long run, of course. And that's mostly because they've had big games that James has been rested for and comes on for a one-pointer. Yeah, I agree. So the, the, the security of starts is really being coming through in these last few games. Or in that other double game week, you know, Reese went off for 18 points, so it felt like Rudiger was the shittier pick, but... Just situational. Flip a coin. Is he going to start? Is he not going to start? Is he going to have a huge game? Is he not going to have a huge game? Like James obviously has the upside. Rudiger still has decent upside though. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll just I'm curious where it all comes down to where Man City lands because if they're in 36, I also like watching Man City and kind of like cheering for some of their players. Like I, I I like cheering for a Man City player in my team when they're playing probably more than any other player. Like up there with like Mo and Trent and stuff, you know. I mean, you're an Arsenal fan. I'm I'm like a neutral, 
So I just like guys that get me lots of fucking FPL points. <laughs> you know, like yeah. So right. I like I like the I like Son. I love Son. He's just like seems like a super nice, happy guy and like gets lots of FPL points. Like I think most neutrals like Son. You yeah. hate Spurs. Yeah. But you know, neutrals like him. No, Anyone that's here for England likes Kane, right? So yeah. No. You like a good cheap enabler that has a big year, like a Lord Lundstrom or whatever, but you know, those become fan favorites. Basically, it's like if they get you lots of points, you like them. <laughs> so, shall I, so you can, so you basically said in 36, so just to play this back in 36, yeah, you can get to 14 doublers with one more hit. Yeah, which will be so that's basically three transfers in over 35 and 36. Is that? If I understand that correctly, is that right? Mm, yeah, so Bruno would become Sonner De Bruyne, Dockerty yep. would become Rudiger to Laporte or Matip, and uh, Veghurst is going to become Pookie, and then uh, Dubravka's Foster, and that's just leaves Broya. Well, actually, so four transfers in three weeks. But actually, but if you're doing those, aren't you doing two of those transfers? That you're doing two trans. Oh, so the so the hit. I, I was going to clarify because you're doing a hit this week, aren't you? Yes. So the hit you're taking is this week, and then you only need two more transfers, and you still get fourteen doublers in thirty-six. Yeah. So, so you, yeah. yeah. So the hit is not in addition to the hit this week. It's just this hit no. this week, and you still so get that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So just to play out my team, because mm-hmm. I have. Saar and Cancelo. Yeah. So if they double in 36, I will have three chances in 34, 35, and 36 to move Cucho, Wood, and Digne, presuming Digne is is out for the season, uh, to three doublers, and I'll have 15 doublers in 36. So I have some right, right amount of transfers, and I'm probably looking at something like... But what about Saar? Did you include Saar there? No, but if Saar... But Wolves will double in 36. Oh. If that happens, yeah. Okay. So this is this is so if Man City if Man City Wolves moves to thirty six, Saar and Cancelo will double in thirty six. In which case, I've only got those three players that don't double, no and I'm probably bringer. looking at something like yeah, so no uh, or bench boost. My forwards are going to be something like Iheanacho, Dennis. Because I mean, Dennis. I mean, what could go wrong with Dennis in a double game week? Eh? <laughs> and then Digne will be someone cheaper. Like I'm either looking at like Cedric or yeah. Like Thomas from Leicester, um, maybe there was someone else I was looking at. But anyway, that's that's broadly my plan because I'll, I'll need a little bit of money from Digne to to move Kucha and Wood up to uh, Inacho and to and to Dennis. So I won't need lots of money, but I'm, I'll probably need them someone fairly cheap. So that that's that's my plan if it goes into 36. If it moves to 37, if the Man City game goes to 37, yeah. I'll probably bench boost in 37. The reason being is Saar will double with Norwich yeah. and City, which is nice. It's, well, it's not great. It's one's great and one's bad. And Schmeichel doubles. And Schmeichel doubles. I think I can bait. I worked out I get like eight or nine doublers because I would have um, I'd have Ramsey who doubles. And Villa have got a really nice double in 37. I would move Cucho to Mateta. So Crystal Palace double yeah. them. Yeah. I would move Wood to Maybe in a probably move Wood to Inacho's. Perhaps Inacho's will be my team either way. <laughs> um, and I think I'd I'd move 
and I'd move Salah to KDB. Right. That, that, that's the nice move is Salah goes to KDB. Yeah, and it's an easy move. You don't need a free hit for that either, which is nice. Yeah, and then I'll be moving. In an ideal world, I'd move Digne to someone like Cancelo. I haven't fully worked this through, but that I, I was working through in my head earlier. I think I'll get about right. eight doublers. So I think eight doublers on a bench boost. And you know the, the single games would be like Trent Kane, and Robbo at Southampton, Kane yeah. and Kulu at home to Burnley, the yeah. Arsenal players away at Southampton. Uh, no, sorry, that's a lie. Arsenal players away at Newcastle. Uh, so I think that looks... Um, I'd be fairly happy with that. I mean, I guess it's just the beachness potential of rotation and still COVID potential of rotation and just having any single game weakers is just in this season, it just makes me a bit nervous. Like where you've on 36, you've got 15 with a double. So if they miss a game like Lacazette, he still plays the second one. You know, yeah. like if you're on a bench boost this week and you unlock his app, be like, "Fuck it, I'm glad it le- like at least he has the at least I don't get a zero. Well, like, you might gonna, because I I think he's gonna play, man. Like the the way he word just because of the way he worded the presser, he's like he should be okay for this game, the one that just went by. So I mean, when is their next game? It's Wednesday. I got I, so yeah, I read it differently. I read fine. it that he he didn't have COVID and then he got COVID. But may, may, maybe he's had COVID and that's the reason. It sounds to me like he's asymptomatic with COVID, which usually means they just miss five days. Ah, right. Okay. I've not thought about it hard enough. Yeah, I can I can see your point. I think the problem is if... if Everton Wolves... has the best double, though. That's the other benefit of uh, free hit. Brentford yeah, but... and Palace. Yeah, but Everton are a complete trap. They are, but they've got like Richarlison's and stuff. Good enablers. Yeah. I mean, that's the point. I could go for one of them if I... I think... Palace have a good double. Villa and Everton. Like, you're not going to have more than Mateta doing it this way. You could have three of them. You know, like Zaha, Guaita. You know, Villa have Palace and Burnley. You're going to have one, maybe two of them. Like, if I'm free hitting, and, and like, even if City went to 37, I'd have three City. Probably one, maybe two Wolves. And a bunch like you could have, you know, all these like all all the main doublers or players you don't really want on your team in any of the other weeks. Oh, and even Leicester, like when is that final? Uh, the final is actually after the end of the season. Okay, so it's after. So I could see Madison getting some rotation in that week, or or again, right? But they also Watford away, Chelsea away. But I, I think Leicester are pretty beached, man, by then. Well, I don't know. If they're, if they're in the final, though, they kind of want to keep the rhythm going, don't they? It's a, it's I, a tricky one. I keep hearing that. They want to keep the rhythm going. Like, fuck, dude. If Madison gets injured, see you later, Rodgers. Like, can you imagine starting Madison right now? He gets injured before their biggest European game ever. And in a season where they're, like, ninth in the league and they've got, like, a fucking nine-point buffer ahead of them. And, like, they're tied with, like, four other teams. they got two games in hand on all of them. And I know they got to win them. But, like, it just – I just feel like people own Madison so they think a certain way, like, data mining. Like, oh, well, I think he's going to start every game because I own him, <laughs> you know. But, like, my head, it's like, what – if I was Rodgers, would I be playing Madison right now in these meaningless games? 
a guy that has been injured this year already? Or would I be like trying to preserve this guy for that big game? And I get rhythm and shit. He's still going to get some minutes, but I mean, I don't know. I, it could go either way, I guess. It could be this rhythm thing, but I just wouldn't be. I just think there's going to be a question mark on Leicester's team sheet every single game now until the end of the year. And I'm not going to like triple up on Leicester on this free hit week, especially when they play Watford and Chelsea. I, I think I'd probably have like maybe zero. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I might have zero looking at the lineup here. Well, I mean, I, City's I think, a little brainer. I think as you want Spurs because they got Burnley at home. Assuming they're still fine. I mean, if the player's still fine with the top four, the the the, the yeah. thing that could play up thirty-seven if City Dublin there is, City might have won the title. I know it doesn't look, look that way now, but Liverpool have a couple of slips and they've won the title. Right. Obviously, vice versa. So the, these things could swing one way or the other. Yeah, but, you're right. When's the Champions League games? Uh, Champions League are thirty-four and thirty-five. Week. Uh, so the midweek thirty-five and midweek thirty-four. Yeah. yeah. So depending if they get to the final, right? Or the final would be like in June, wouldn't it, or whenever? The, like, f- no. the final, I think, it's the Saturday after the so the final game of the season is the Sunday, and it's the following Saturday, I think, is the yeah, okay. Champions so, League final. So if City make thirty-seven and they haven't won the league yet, then like all their best players are going to be playing. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're no brainer either way. Yeah, I mean, it's time to get City, or it's. The, the thing the thing that changes for me is if they do move to 37 they're just not quite as attractive for me to own right now yeah like they have Watford and and they have Leeds which are unreal but like this man United Chelsea double for one and uh you know maybe I pick one up for the Leeds one but then if they don't double in 36 you know they just have West Ham away I mean could probably or, or sorry they have just uh Newcastle at home. And that is really attractive too. <laughs> but what I would say is, if you're going to rotate City players, you know, you can sellers and you De Bruyne's who play pretty much every game when they're fit. Yeah. It's Watford home in 34 or Newcastle home in 36, wow. or the classic games that Pep would give them a rest. Right. If you kind of look through the, look through the history, that's I, I I looked through it a while ago. You know, Cancelo's missed like one or two games. It was like Norwich at home or something. I, I, I can't. I can look and. I went through their schedules, and I think this 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 uh, thirty four, like when Mo has Everton and City has um, Watford at home, like t- I I I think that's their highest risk rest game based on Champions League and stuff. Right. So hit the two games that Cancelo has not started this season. Mm-hmm. Leeds at home in seventeen. And Norwich away in 25. Yeah. And what was around them? Do you remember? No. Like was it big Champions League games or something? I can't remember, but I, I think he just needs a rest occasionally because he can't play every game. Yeah. Cancel is different, though, with Kyle Walker being injured. No, I agree with that. But like, I, I, having this little injury, he's now a prime rest candidate. Makes Son that little bit more attractive for me to buy. Plus, Son's quite a... I mean, he's points seven cheaper that helps me a bit with getting forwards like when i was doing the different ways i could go directions on getting rudiger getting laporte getting mad up getting son i mean i could get an 8.1 forward from veggie so my so just so you know like if palace won today my my transfer in this week was going to be like veggie to um Watkins and get mad up in instead yep. of rudiger but 
I, I wasn't really, I don't know. Since uh, Kanade scored, I'm like kind of right off Matt up now. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit nervous about him. So I just, just thinking this through. So City are going to be Watford, Champions League, I can't remember where they play a Spanish team, I presume. Uh, Leeds, and then Champions League. Madrid, then you, yeah, you got Watford. So who, who do you say they're playing, sorry? Isn't it Real Madrid? Yeah, Real Madrid, yeah. So they've got Watford, Real Madrid, Leeds, Real Madrid, Newcastle. That's what I mean. Yeah. So one of those three games, you've got to think on Salah and KDB. We're in between two of them. Yeah. They're in so, between the two Real Madrid semifinal. No, Leeds. They, no, it's, like it's the Leeds games, game. Three days the, rest. It's the Leeds games in between them. It goes Watford, Real Madrid, Leeds, was... Real Madrid, Newcastle. Oh, then Leeds. It's the Leeds game. But it's Leeds away, you see. That's the only thing is the Watford and Newcastle games are at home. So. And Leeds is like known as you have to run, run, run. But maybe that was just a Bielsa thing. But Leeds away is tr- trickier than Leeds at home, which is well, when they routed them 7-0. The, the, the only thing I was just... The only thing I was going to talk about very briefly was taking hits at this time of the season. So, yeah, obviously, I've taken a free hit this week. So, I'll clearly, by definition, I've not taken a hit. And... <clears throat> And clearly, some hits this week would have paid off. Some wouldn't have done. Um, I'm looking... I mean, I think for you, you probably... The way it plays out, if no one else explodes from the extra players that people have got on a free hit, getting Bruno in has probably been fairly damaged limitation, really, for that hit. So it's probably worked out okay for you, even though it might not... Cedric getting a one hurt because of 59 minutes... I wasn't expecting Cedric or Dewsbury Hall to do much, but I was hoping Bruno would like get a goal or an assist or something versus Norwich. He still might. But to me, it was it was like you know how people kind of justify a hit with like a mini wild card. I had two frees, so I did like a three yeah. move hit, three moves for one hit, which I don't love either. I think that's just the way people trick themselves into thinking the hit's worth it. But where where I find find it kind of if you know. 50, let's say 50-50, but I'm leaning to more. I think it's a bit worth it. Is it allowed me to change the structure of my team and get a three medium in from Trent? So exactly. that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I think I'm looking at this now, going as I mentioned, if you know, if Wolves City land in 36. I've got three players that don't double. It's you know I can make those three transfers out to get myself 15 doubles for 36, and I can do that without hit, and that's probably the best thing to do. Yeah. Um, if it goes, if Man City goes to 37, I mean, so I say that in an ideal scenario, but I'm sat there having lost Dinier and Cucho last week. So who else could be injured before then? I don't know. And I, well, last week I brought in Doherty and he got hurt right away. Like that was, that was two transfers I lost in my plans, which has basically given me the hit this week and my one more hit. Like I would have been hitless this whole way if he didn't get hurt. And I, the fact I can still be hitless is more of a, more luck than judgment, I suspect. And I say, I and mean, if by some miracle Dinier comes, you know, hasn't isn't yeah. out with a shoulder injury, then He's suddenly I could, I could I could suddenly have a luxury transfer, and yeah. and actually thirty seven suddenly becomes a lot more attractive to double because you'd have two Villa players that have got really nice doubles. So it's a, it's a, I, I guess what I was trying to ponder in my head is, and you're not because one thing one thing I've done less this season is take as many hits, and I've probably played more that you play with the team you've got rather than taking hits to get to the team that you want to have because everyone else has got them. Yeah. And actually, that's paid off slightly better for me this season, I would say, than it has in the past. I don't know. The, you know, there's a, This season's been a bit weird, obviously, with all the COVID stuff and all the last-minute moves and stuff. Um, 
but I have taken a lot less hits. And I know generally people have taken more hits this season, but if I look at the amount of hits I've taken compared to that previous seasons, I've taken less hits this year than previous seasons, which is, yeah, which, is which is surprising, given generally you know there was there was a point where we we're kind of joking that the new the the new role was a minus four because we're having to take hits every right. week with the COVID and the COVID, doubles yeah. and stuff. You so, know, I think that's interesting, but I never really look at that too much. I just one of the main things I've done this year differently is like I like stopped looking at that price change site. I actually think looking at that hurts you because you start thinking, um, oh, time is wrong anyway. I mean, not, well, not wrong. you just start thinking, fuck, I have to do this now or this perfect move won't work out. And when you start like getting one, you're like, I, there's three different things I could do this week, but if I don't do this one now, I can't do it. So, and then you like, like end up just making this transfer early in the week. And I just think, the presser news is just so worth waiting for, for 0.1 in cost. And like, you're going to make more money on getting the right player and, and for a while and, and like that growing over time versus like the 0.1 you're going to make on an early transfer. And all it takes is it fucking you over once where you're like, Oh my God, I just like that ended up costing me like a hit basically is like 0.1 worth a hit <laughs> no it's not so i just like i've just kind of become at peace with not doing early transfers even if it means it changes my plans like there's maybe like there, there's definitely some scenarios where you got to do it but it's rare um where i was doing that a lot in previous seasons yeah and i think that's helped me a lot and i've taken less hits from it because of that mm, that's interesting i guess my point of the hits at this time of season i just even in the past, I've generally taken less hits at this time of the season because clearly, clearly there's limited time in which to get the value back. Yes, agreed. But if someone took, for example, I don't know, people might have done had we not had this Ronaldo thing, but you know, if you've taken a hit for Ronaldo this week and captained him, you go, well, that was the greatest move ever because it's been worth right. points, you know, if you flip to him for Kane or whatever. And I kind of look at this going, you know, let's play the scenario where City Dublin 37 and I'm yep. going to get a really good. I'm, could I justify a minus four, minus eight, and a bench boost to get an extra City player in? And that's a kind of conundrum that I'll be sort of faced with, I think, when I get there. And I and I look at it and go, I think I probably should, because I haven't taken as many hits, and I've I've almost I've almost swung to the other way. I'm almost reluctant to take hits now, and I'm wondering if that's dangerous because I've always been quite relaxed taking hits. It's never really bothered me. I mean, part of my problem is I used to, you know, do random captains and just throw points away left, right, and centre, <laughs> and so it's it's I guess you know everything's about balance, right? And it, it it just struck me that I'm probably gonna have to take a hit, and I need to be I'm I'm almost talking you know talking in my own my 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 own head of I need to make sure I do take a hit if I need to take a hit in 36 and 37, and know when know when I should take it when I shouldn't. And perhaps I'll talk about that more next time. You know, once you know as we get closer there, we'll have a better clear you know clear idea of who's fit, who's not, and etc. But yeah, it changes every two weeks who you want. Two yeah. weeks ago, I wanted Doherty at all costs. Like, you know, now we're pretty zoned in on double game weeks for the next few weeks. But it really matters if you have a free hit or not. I, like I was actually, when you were just talking, I was looking at kind of the schedule and one other point to make on double uh, 37 versus 36 is and why I would, with the free hit still, I think I'd still lean on 37. Maybe even if City moved there, it's just in 38. All the teams that have the doubles in 37 
tough 38. Like Aston Villa has Man City in 38. So I don't want to have like three Villa. They have a really nice 37 Palace and Burnley, but then they go to City away to end the year. <laughs> and if you look at um, Wolves, they're going to have what? Probably City and Norwich. Then they have Pool away to end the year. Um, and even Everton, Brentford at home, Palace at home, really nice double. And they have Arsenal away to end the season. It's like really punishing right after the nice double. Crystal Palace, Villa, and Everton, nice double. And they have Man United, <laughs> which isn't as bad as the others, but uh, still not great. I, I think Man United at home is not a bad game. I, I, yeah. but Well, Palace at home are... It's more about them being good at home too and like having a really good season and the fans like Vieira. I think that that's going to be hard for Man United to go there on the last game of the year. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing I'll be disappointed about if I have to play my bench boost in 37 is I gen- I like to have two chances in 38. You know, the last, the last few seasons, I've used my last two chances in 38 and had like a nice boost at the end of the season. Yeah, it feels good. It does feel good, and because it was like Mane last year, if you remember, um, he was the guy. I remember that. I don't don't think I was brave enough to captain him, which cost me a, a slightly well, probably a top ten k finish. But I mean, that that would have been a fairly brave move, I would say. But I think there is, um, yeah, there's some. But I think it is what it is. But I mean, I think the free hit thirty seven is probably the place to do it. If you sort of yeah. Have. And obviously, yeah, and, and obviously, you've seen how it's worked out for the 33 free hitters. Unless you went for Ronaldo, you're probably not going to be much better off having free it's hitters. Only six games, though, it could still change. It's, I guess it's just like for Bruno, they have pool away, or is it away? I don't even know. But they have pool next. I mean, I'm not expecting anything from that. I think if you have Madison, you've captained him. You're probably pretty excited about the uh, Everton game uh, with any of the Leicester players, really. Like that's probably the big one. Like I'm, I'm, I'm probably at risk of an even bigger red because of that, more than anything. Um, you know, I have Mo, I have Robertson, but I don't have Trent, so that's a big risk. Got Cancelo. You know, I still have another game from Broya and Weggy, which I don't expect anything from, but you never know. Same with Cedric and Bravka. So it's still a lot to go. Like yeah. <laughs> we're probably gonna end up with like scores in the 80s by the time this ends. It just doesn't feel like it because nothing's come through yet. No, I agree. It it, it could do. Um, and, and the, at the same time, people could go for 37, and then people stop. Not you know, don't have Kane and Son or something, and someone else does, and they and they fire. So it, it it's just how these things go. I, I mean, we talked about this before, haven't we? That when when whenever you free hit, you always be at risk of the the single gamers catching you out. That doesn't appear to happen yeah. in 33. Although I think a lot of the free hitters are sort of like myself, sort of balance their team between doublers and free hitters. Uh, sorry, single gamers. So I got a question for you. Okay. My plan is to go Pookie or whatever. But if I went Son and Laporte instead of like uh, De Bruyne and Rudiger, I could actually spend up to 7.4 uh, on a forward. So would you go Pookie? With the double game week they have, or would you go like, like get flexible so you could get up to like a nacho kind of thing? I think I should just go pookie, right? Because then that kind of leaves me a bit of money for, you know, say poo- say Cedric's dropped completely, and I'm like, you know what? It's worth taking a minus four for him because he's not even playing. 
I'm probably going to want a bit of money to bring him up. So Pookie's got what? West Ham at home, Leicester away. It's not that bad. Both and of those both those teams would have just come off uh, European double time. Yeah. Newcastle, I still get him for Newcastle at home this week, which I'll play him in. I mean, he's a, he's on pens, isn't he? He's got ten goals this year, three assists. He's, he's actually quite hot right now. In his last one, two, three, four, five, six games, he's got four goals and an assist. He's like hotter now than he's been at any point in the whole year. The problem with Leicester, the problem with Nacho is. So the reason I don't know if he's going to play, we don't know. You know, he's got Everton at home and Norwich at home yeah. at thirty-six. That's the only reason why I get him because he thinks, if any plays one, one, one yeah. full game in thirty minutes against those two teams, you go, yeah, I'll take yeah. that. Thanks very much. You know what, Pookie just makes more. He's more nailed, and he gives me money to use if I like. He's a million. He's one point one cheaper than Nacho, which I can use to fix another injury that comes up or something. And you've got KDH. Yep, I already have him. I have the two, two. Everybody's bringing in like five great mids. I've got Ramsey and KDH in my mid. But they, but they, that's like they're the like perfect bench boost type players, aren't they? Like, yeah, I mean the only better player of that range is Gordon. Yeah, true. Okay. Well, we probably. I, I think I've run out of things. Well, I'm sure I haven't run out of Yeah, yeah, me too. I, think... <laughs> I should probably go help my wife with dinner now. <laughs> I was like, oh, but it's going to be a short pod this week because there's only six games. She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> well, she knows you too well. <laughs> well, I keep saying that it's only 20 minutes but because that's only the first part, right? I mean, the first part, you know, we have been good at getting that 20 minutes, just the rest of it. Because <laughs> I thought we were, like, finished about 20 minutes ago. We managed to ramble on about some other stuff. We we, we kind of kept the script and then went off script when we just started freestyling a bit. But I guess people can stop when they want. Exactly. Who cares? People don't have to fucking listen, man. They don't have to listen. That's the beauty. You can do whatever we want. Yep. Right. Well, have a good week. Well, have a good week. Have you got bank holiday tomorrow? Uh, no, we had a good Friday's a stat here, and Monday isn't, but it is for our, my kids. Like, school's off, but... So, my I kind of... I My job is to go meet my clients, and they basically all don't work on Monday, so it is a work day, but it's light. But I have that big... Those big presentations this week, so I'm just going to practice that. Okay. Well... Best of luck with the presentations. I just, yeah, just, just for record, it's Bank Holiday Easter Monday in the UK, so nice. everyone's, everyone's off tomorrow. My Sweet. kids are actually back in school on Tuesday, but some kids are still off but anyway. So uh, yeah, England's weird. With you guys, actually have quite a long holiday. Oh, is that March break or is that Easter break? You guys got like two weeks, don't you? The kids have two weeks off. The kids have just had two weeks off. Yes, yeah, so they just had their second week, and it's yeah. Back so to our kids get one week off every spring. They call it March break. Yeah, in March. It's not even spring yet when it happens. And then uh, the difference over here, though, is we get two two months off at summer. Yeah, we only get six. We get back. one. Yeah. Well, well, we get six a month and a half. So yeah. Yeah, we get two. Yeah, that's so. That's the. I always remember being like, you guys get a longer Easter, but it evens out with the summer weeks. Yeah. So, cool. Perfect.
Right. Uh, well, best luck with the presentations and catch you next week, mate. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.